The following production is for educational and informational purposes only. If you need medical advice, please seek out the counsel of a of a licensed medical professional that can can know your individual uh, circumstances and situations. And now let's get on with uh, Vitality Mindset Made Simple. Welcome to Vitality Mindset Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osmond, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. This is episode number 33. So what's the big deal if your blood sugar is a little high? Lots of people live well with high blood sugar. But what is this silent phenomenon really doing to your relationship vehicle? Now, this is information you're going to want. One thing for sure is that we all want and need more joy in our lives. Um, Do you want more time and energy to run and play? Uh, More more capacity to create joy-filled memories with your friends and family? Now, I certainly do. And it's those positive relationships in our lives that bring us much of this sought-after joy. For me, it always comes down to love God and love people. When you consider your body as your relationship vehicle, then it's important to start being aware of early warning signs and to think of these early warning signs as your check engine lights. Just like your vehicle has check engine lights, there are there are things that we can notice too uh, that tell us where we're going in terms of, of feeling good. So in this episode of Vitality Mindset Made Simple, we're going to explore insulin resistance. And uh, we're going to talk about how it can imp- impact your vitality and your uh, your health span as well as your lifespan. Now, insulin resistance is a key check engine light. And I think you'll agree by the end of this uh, short podcast that it greatly impacts the joy in your life. Now, I'm going to begin by talking about what insulin resistance actually is and then why it matters. And then I'll relate it to uh, its impact on joy. Now, developing the correct mindset is always the first step in any meaningful uh, behavior change. When you try to just, you know, make it start a new habit and make a change, but depend solely on like willpower it doesn't work but when you know what you're what you want then it's much much easier when you understand what's happening why it matters and how it affects your relationships then it's much easier to make the necessary mid-course corrections so first of all what is insulin resistance So when everything's working correctly in the body, glucose from your food enters your bloodstream and alerts your pancreas uh, that we've got some sugar to deal with here. So when your pancreas gets alerted, uh, specialized pancreatic cells, which are called beta cells, release insulin. And this insulin ushers the glucose from your blood into the various cells of your body where it can be used. Now, insulin does a lot of different things. It also tells your liver to stop releasing stored glucose. But if you develop insulin resistance, your body's cells become stubborn and they don't react properly to the effects of insulin. 
Therefore, this glucose that's in your blood, um, you know, it's an important energy source, but it can't get into the cell to be used for energy. For example, you know, uh, you you now have um, the cells in your liver, a major organ of detoxification, that that can't get the energy they need. The cells in your muscles, um, you know, your muscle cells thrive on a dependable energy source, but they aren't benefiting from the insulin. So when this happens, you are uh, becoming insulin resistant. So another way to put it is that you've lost your insulin sensitivity. The cells are not recognizing insulin and uh, that they need it. So consequently, your blood glucose levels rise because the glucose is staying in your blood rather than getting into the cell where it's actually used. Now, this can cause a lot of problems. One of the problems is that it can cause your pancreas to release more insulin. Uh, You know, your pancreas wants to help you. It's trying to get the glucose out of the blood and into the cell. So that can result in the pancreas getting depleted of insulin, you know, in its attempt to solve the problem. So insulin resistance is basically your cells quit recognizing insulin. Secondly, you know, what, what, what does this even matter? I mean, it's happening so often, why does it even matter? Um, The problem is that insulin resistance typically goes unnoticed for years because there are usually no early symptoms and uh, blood glucose levels can stay in the, you know, so-called healthy range. So although, you know, insulin's, you know, best known for its role in controlling blood glucose levels, it actually has lots of other things. So it's super important that we are intentional about helping it to do its many jobs. And and that's why it's important to know early that it's not working. Now, I'm not going to be talking specifically about cause and effect because, you know, from a scientific viewpoint, it's almost impossible to declare cause. But we do know for sure that high levels of insulin in the blood uh, and this insufficient insulin production from the pancreas are often associated with a wide variety of health problems. I mean, things that you don't want, things that you know shorten the health span we talk so much about, things that shorten your vitality span. For example, um, you know, fatty liver disease, high blood pressure, low HDL. HDL is the good cholesterol uh, in your blood. Uh, Insulin resistance, you know, contributes to all of those, as well as to depression. Uh, Research shows that insulin resistance is found in at least 80% of Alzheimer's patients. And, you know, we don't always know if it's Alzheimer's, but just considering people with memory problems, insulin resistance is usually involved. And it's also often associated with, you know, elevated triglyceride levels, uh, increased blood clotting, and very importantly, with chronic inflammation. I've talked a lot about chronic inflammation on Vitality Mindset Made Simple. And uh, insulin resistance is very inflammatory toward the to the body. So when your blood sugar remains high for too long, it puts you at risk for uh, all kinds of, you know, chronic diseases, all of the things that are linked to chronic inflammation. And it makes all of those other conditions that I mentioned worse. Now there's excellent research uh, on the relationship between insulin resistance and cancer. I mean, including colon cancer, breast cancer, and even pancreatic cancer. Insulin resistance is even linked to sleep disturbances. I mean, wow, that is news that we can all use. Um, So 
this loss of insulin sensitivity, you know, we know that it leads to prediabetes, which often leads to type 2 diabetes. We know that, but it's easy to forget all of those other connections. So when your insulin is not working optimally, you're just more susceptible to a whole myriad of problems. So then to the big question of the day, why does insulin resistance dampen joy? So you probably already answered this question for yourself. You know, when you don't feel good, you don't feel like spending as much time with other people. You don't, you're maybe not in a good mood. You're just not as, you know, resilient and adaptable. You don't have as much energy to run and play. Um, If you, you know, when you start developing insulin resistance and it's affecting all of those other areas of your life, you're potentially going to be spending more time and money with doctor visits. Now, remember, these physical bodies are merely our relationship vehicles. They are miraculously designed, but they're not going to last forever. So the rational goal is to be intentional about helping them work as well as possible for as long as possible to fully enjoy relationships. It's not about setting, you know, longevity records. It's about relationships because those rich relationships in your life are the main source of joy. It's never fame and fortune. It's never stuff. I want to be very clear, though. I'm not saying that if you're sick or if you don't feel your best or if you have a chronic illness, then you can't experience any joy in your life. There's lots of pathways to joy. Nevertheless, feeling poorly, feeling sick is... um something we want to address. You know, your joy is most likely dampened when you don't feel your best. If you have low energy or depression, it's tougher to be joy-filled. If you aren't sleeping or you're in chronic pain, it's tougher to be joy-filled. That's just logical. And I'm sure that you've seen both sides of this coin with people you care about. I certainly have. So we have to nurture these relationship vehicles. And one of the best starting points is to do everything possible to keep your insulin working optimally. You know, my goal is to help joy find you rested, ready, and and resilient for cultivating rich relationships in your life. So hopefully this resonates well with you and makes you, you know, want to pull out your latest blood test. Uh, Do that before next week. In next week's episode of Vitality Mindset Made Simple, I'm going to uh, talk about strategies, actionable steps, simple things that you can do to uh, address any insulin resistance or just to keep your blood glucose in a better range. I'm going to talk about um, some blood numbers, specifically your fasting blood glucose and hemoglobin A1c. Now, this is information that seriously impacts your vitality. So you want to take a closer look. You don't want to wait until your doctor says you're in trouble. If you've listened to episode five of this podcast, then you know that uh, I was diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia recently in April of 2021, this year. It was really an accidental diagnosis. In other words, I have absolutely zero symptoms, as far as I know, um, based on you know how I feel. But it, however, it caused me to take a closer look at my blood test, and I noticed that my hemoglobin A1C was drifting to the high side. Um, Hemoglobin A1C is really a number that you need to pay close attention to if you want to build more vitality in your life. Um, It's an early indicator of insulin resistance and of 
pending blood sugar problems. Now, hemoglobin A1C is a three-month average of glycated hemoglobin. That is uh, the the hemoglobin in your blood that has sugar linked to it. Now, hemoglobin is a blood protein, and it provides oxygen to all of your tissues. So if you have high levels of glucose uh, in your blood, then more glucose will stick to the hemoglobin molecule, and that causes the A1C number to be elevated. So this is a common test. I, you know, that's something that's for sure probably going to be on your blood test. And it's great to know what it means. Now, the measurement between 5.7 and 6.4 indicates prediabetes. So you want that number to be below 5.7, but you want it in the happy range, the Goldilocks range, not too high, not too low. And looking closely at my own blood test, I found that my hemoglobin A1C had creeped up to 5.5. So that's approaching prediabetes. I don't want to, you know, sit around and say, oh, I have nothing to worry about uh, until I'm in that range. Uh, I, I want to know early and I want to uh, do my best. So, you know, in order to combat chronic lymphocytic leukemia, and one of the very last things I need is high blood sugar. As I researched that very common type of leukemia, I found that it can cause blood sugar to creep up. So so now I prick my finger every morning. I monitor my fasting blood glucose. And um, it's not fun, but it's, it's very important because I know how important it is to maintain a normal and not even normal. Forget I said normal because you know what I think about normal. Um, it's, it's very important because I want to have optimal health. I practice what I preach. So let this soak in. Approximately 100 million Americans are living with diabetes or prediabetes. Now, that's almost one in three. That doesn't count the people who are merely insulin resistant because those are people like me who are just, you know, in the nor- in the normal range. Normal is not good. You know, regardless of what country you're listening from, that that number, you know, in your country is probably equally as staggering. This is a global problem. Um, you might not officially be in the prediabetes group, but you, you don't even want to be close. Uh, you know, those because those numbers don't reflect early signs. Uh, prediabetes and diabetes don't happen suddenly. I, be sure to listen to episode 20 uh, of Vitality Mindset Made Simple. That that podcast is called Diabetes is Not a Pooping Bird. And I talked about this in depth. I think it really goes well with this podcast. Insulin resistance is far too common. It's so common that it's easily overlooked because it falls into the normal category. Many, many people are insulin resistance, resistant, but normal is defined as the usual and regular pattern. And that's not a good thing. Remember what normal is in our world. Normal is dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated. Normal is overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, and totally stressed out. You don't want to be normal, especially when it comes to insulin resistance. So be sure and join me next week uh, 
to learn these simple strategies that you can incorporate into your life. And then sh- and you can know where you're headed. You want to experience more joy. You want to enhance the relationships in your life. I want to help you live with more vitality. Vitality r- requires intentionality. And um, in being healthy doesn't need to be expensive, confusing, or no fun. You can start with simple things. Uh, Thanks for listening to Educate Yourself. You know, it's your body. It's the only place you have to live. So understanding why it matters will propel you uh, to, to make changes and make them very naturally. Now, feel free to contact me on my website. Be patient with me uh, returning messages, but I sure will. I appreciate that you join me today for episode 33 of Vitality Mindset Made Simple. You know, together we are taking the stress out of being healthy and we're now in 273 cities and 32 countries. Thanks to you. It's thanks to you. And I so appreciate it. Please keep on sharing and subscribing. Your time is valuable and I appreciate that you took time to listen. Blessings until next time. Bye-bye.